0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: This Super Bowl week thing for a guy like Joe Washington ain't no big thing because he was always put on that pedestal. I remember seeing Gogo at media day. <laughs> but he's used to having all these people surrounding him, putting him up on that pedestal. Go-Go, media day for you. You had a media day in junior high, right? No, seriously. No, I know I know you're humble. So you would never bring this up, that's why I'm bringing it up. Because see, for for the rest of us, it was the first time we've kind of been on this fake stage to where they had a ton of people around you. But for you, it was like junior high. And I've been thinking, suppose there was the NIL back when Joe Washington came out of Port Arthur, Texas. No, seriously. I thought about you when the kid got $13 million to go to Florida. <laughs> I mean.
2: Hey, Doug, let me, t- let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you this one thing. Okay. All I know is this, is my dad told me, he said, Junior, I'm going to tell you one thing. And he told my little brother this the same day. He said, I don't want you making a decision on where you're going to school based on what somebody's going to give you. And I and I and he's that hey that's what he said, but you know, but for me at that particular point, it didn't mean hey I wanted to play, you know, I wanted I I, want, I wanted to play. And 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 that's all I wanted. I didn't care about any of that any of that stuff. And yes, hey, when I when I moved up to varsity, I did have. <laughs> I had a semi-media day because they were asking me, how do you feel about moving up to playing Boston? So I didn't think of it as being a media day, Doc, but uh, okay. Whatever you say. Yeah,
1: you had a media day. You had a media day at the Super Bowl, too. I saw it. And I'm saying, but you, it was comfortable. For you, it was like no big thing. And when I tell Mike, and Mike said, man, no, You, you be lying about Joe. I said, I'm telling you the truth. Joe wore three out. He threw three uniforms every game. He had a pregame uniform. Uh, he changed the halftime. He a, they go. No, he didn't. I said, I'm telling you. I said, I was like the vanguard for Joe. I consider Joe, I was like CIA. His personal protector. I want to make sure nobody got to Joe Washington. Because this is my guy right well, here, right? Because my boy had his well, same helmet. He had at Oklahoma. No, I let you down one game. The the the, the Bears game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, hey, Doc, let me tell you what I'm saying. Hey, hey we'll, we'll, we'll get to that one, but yes, you're right. Hey, look, so you know, I had that helmet with the two ball, which was my game helmet. You wear it from high school, with, right?
1: Was it high school
2: Oklahoma? Yeah, well, hey, I, uh, actually, it was the same face mask that I wore in high school. Now, what happened was, You know, the uh, company stopped making them, so I had a bunch of them. I had a bunch of them. So, you know, I had some, you know, so when they made my helmet at Oklahoma, they put that special face mask on it. When I got to the pros, hey, they put that special face mask on it. Now, uh, let me tell you this. the, The killing thing about it was after every season, you know, they would take your helmet and refurbish them. Well, hell, I didn't give him my helmet, let them take my helmet. I wasn't giving him my helmet to move my face mask and tighten up all these different screws and, and do this and do that. Man, I kept my own helmet. I, I wasn't letting those guys mess up my helmet or anything. But I did have a change of wardrobe for pregame, for warm-up. I actually wore different shoulder pads, and I didn't wear my regular game shoes, and I didn't wear my helmet. And then when game time came... And that's when I went to my game uniform, baby. You hear and like, my game shoes I'm and you. game helmets.
1: He did this. This is real. <laughs> and, you know, I've never seen Joe mad um, other than one time playing with him and being his personal Minnesota. protector. No, no, San Diego, Monday Night Football.
0: And oh, Jay Bernetti oh, was
1: our equipment guy. And Joe had a special belt. Joe had all these and pants. And his pants, hey, and he pants messed up. Cut
2: to my side, yep. Oh my God! But I will tell you
1: what—what what makes me think of you all the time is Super Bowl. Because other than that, the preparation. What did you? What do you remember about Media Day?
2: You know, I think what I what, what I remember more so than anything was the mere fact that you knew you had all of these people, and you know they were treating it like a game that wasn't a game. You know, uh, you know the Super Bowl. Hey, it's it's another game. You prepare for it the same way you prepare each and every, you know, a, a week for all your other games. Or you wouldn't be at the Super Bowl. You know, yes, it's special and fanfare and all that stuff. But, shoot, hey, man, you don't come to me like this, you know, uh, before the week all the time talking about, you know, this one special game here. And, and that more so than anything else was what was a – you know, I, I guess it was tough for me to understand because, like I say, hey, I always treated every game like the biggest game on the planet. And, you know, this wasn't any different than the other.
1: When I see, think of Andy Reid, I think of Joe Gibbs.
2: Any, The only
1: coach coaching today that reminds me of Joe is Andy. He's always been Andy and how he mm-hmm. matches up and has certain yeah. packages. Yep. <laughs> and I think about. Joe's emphasis on third down, whether it's scram, packages, explode, all these different packages in which you were involved in, all of them. And I just wonder (laughs) what will go with your mind, third down, these packages, and when you see today's game with Andy Reid, how to me he just matches up things so well and seems to have everybody open.
2: You know what and, and 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 that is basically the way you know these you know that, that's what football is and, and and most of the coaches do understand it and and the reality of it all when it comes to me and these ground packages, okay, first of all, defenses are always a step behind because they are reacting to us they are reacting to us defenses cannot cover you. You know what I mean? Hey, because you're going to always be a step because you know where you're going. Now, Joe always gave me the chance to be able to fudge a little bit and not just run just a set route. He gave me the opportunity to get to a good spot knowing that I understood what the defenses are and I knew where everybody was. So, hey, I I I basically use that because the only way and I still believe this to this particular day, Doc. The only way a defense can outplay a offense that is potent is you've got to win at the line of scrimmage. You've got to get to the quarterback. If you don't get to the quarterback, you can forget about doing this a and, and and scheming on the back end in the secondary. Because hey, these guys are already a step behind in the first place. And I enjoyed the fact that I had that freedom to do that. And you know, Joe T was always on the we were always on the same page. And it was just a unbelievable challenge to especially go one oh one, knowing that you you know, and they can't cover you one oh one. Especially if I got two good legs. If I had a leg and a half I could always, you know, uh get open some kind of way. And yeah. it was just something that, you know, I enjoyed doing. Yeah, and that's
1: what this <laughs> game, the matchups, everybody wants to know. We made a commitment here on Burgundy and Gold today because we have an insider, an m M&M, m to try to help people make money on Sundays. And looking at these matchups, um, <laughs> it's just hard for me not to I, think of the ferocious pass rush of Philadelphia. They knock quarterbacks <laughs> out of the game. I mean, so if you're not in the game, how are you going to beat them? And that's where, you know, we'll make these decisions on Friday. But, man, I'm telling you what, I love Patrick. But if Patrick ain't standing up straight, I don't know how good he can be. What do you think about hey, my philosophy?
2: Hey, Doc, I totally agree with you. And I believe that in every phase of football, whether it's high school, college, and pro, if you don't put pressure on the quarterback, and he stays upright because these guys are accurate. They are they are accurate. Mm-hmm. Hey, if they hey, if they are covering you, they can throw the ball where you can't get it, mm-hmm. other than going pass interference. So what you've got to do is make this guy feel uncomfortable, make him throw off of a bad foot, make sure that his timing is wrong, or make sure that he is hit. Because if you let these guys throw the football, hey, you can forget it. Hey, <laughs> you can forget it. So whoever wins this football game is going to depend on whatever defensive line gets to the quarterback or whoever can protect their quarterback so he can throw the football. Because you know what, one thing about these schemes with these guys? Hey, somebody is always open, Doc.
1: Yeah, Somebody's that is true.
2: Open.
1: Eminem, I know hey. you've got <clears throat> a repertoire of things that you here you have uh the legend that is Joe Washington with him. You got something for Joe?
0: Hey Joe, you had a great career at um at Oklahoma, finished third in the Heisman voting. Uh do you have any stories from your college career? Just um, you know, some standout memories that's illegal. Your time? He
1: can't he can't see one thing about it, he can't say everything that happened. Back in the day, I know now they got nil. They had nil then, but we can't ask it that. So other than that-
2: hey, hey, whatever, hey, whatever nil is now, hey, it was then, but you couldn't talk about it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
0: Uh, any 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 standout moments like you know any big Red River Showdown games that you played in or um you know just big time games before your career in the NFL? You what know what biggest? I
2: tell you what. Hey, Texas was huge. Mm -hmm. Uh, The rivalry with uh, Oklahoma State was fierce. The most unbelievable, I'd say, rivalry was Nebraska. And the reason Mm -hmm. it it was is because, hey, it always boiled down to us playing them at Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. which was basically going to be for the title game. You know what I mean yeah. hey, either you, hey, you win that game, you're gonna win the the uh, the big eight conference, and you're gonna be in the hunt for the national championship now, what makes what makes it even more so special is the fact that this was the most respectful game that you can have. I mean, hey, it wasn't nasty, it was because number one, you realize as a player that you are playing the best. We're playing them, we're playing the best. They're playing us, they are playing the best. And the fact of the matter is that, hey, if you win, you know you just beat the badasses, and that's vice versa. So it wasn't any need to get up for this game and, and be a nasty robbery or, or, or disrespectful or anything. Hey, you had to respect, you know, Rich Glover. You have to respect that Outland Trophy winner because he's going to chase you from sideline to sideline. And he's going to bash you and knock you into the bench and then help you up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, And, and that's how that particular game was. I, I enjoyed it. And to this day, Doc, all those guys that I played against that are uh, 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 are living or are upright, we keep in contact. We actually have golf tournaments where, hey, we still invite the uh, Nebraska guys to come down (laughs) to Oklahoma. And they come, man, and we go up there. I mean, it is unbelievable. It is one of the most unbelievable rivalries in football that, I mean, hey, it doesn't exist. Hey, how can that game not exist? Oklahoma don't play Colorado. I mean, don't play Nebraska. At Thanksgiving, oh man! Yeah, see, I grew oh. up
1: with it, and Johnny Rogers. I'll tell you what, and and Eminem. Go back, cause you're a YouTube guy and you, you're online a lot. He, what he's talking about is religion. It's like Bud Wilkinson. <laughs> it, it, it is, it is like I can't. I can't tell you right now. I just got goosebumps thinking about it, and wasn't nowhere close to it. And they own that, and it was it was it was so physical. and when you go back and do your research on it, you're gonna have another appreciation. Go go, I know you got a golf lesson today, so we're not going to hold you any longer. Who do you think? Who, who, that's okay, man. That's all right. Everybody know who do you think's going to win this ball game? because we got to help people make money.
2: Hey, uh, hey, like i say, if you if if you can't keep your quarterback to the point to where he gets the time to throw the football, you're going to lose. Hey, and I've got to believe that the team that is going to rush the most people and not, you know, send these guys back there and, you know, hope that they can scheme from the back end. Hey, believe me, if you sit back there and you only rush three people and you drop in eight people, both of these quarterbacks are going to hey where, you out. It's whichever one. I'm telling you, it gets to the doggone quarterback the most. Hey. Okay?
1: Did he just play that? It's going to be all over the other team. Did he just give us mm-hmm. nothing by making it sound so smooth? <laughs> I love that. Go, go, you the best, man. Thanks so much. That's Silver Shoes. Hey, Jim Washington. You, <laughs> all right, man. Give my best to the family, man. It's tell it. Lark we love her. I'll tell you what, man. That's smooth. What would you get out of that Eminem? You didn't get anything out of it. Because he's too smart to gain enemies on the other side. Because he got business he's doing in Philadelphia and he's got business he's doing in Kansas City. That's a smart business guy.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?